Today's daf is Bavakama daf Pevav. We are at the two dots, 20 lines from the bottom of daf Pehe Omid Beis, Sheves Royan Oisoi Ki Ilu Hu Shoimer Kishun. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bene Yisrael, Hanesun Batsar Vashiv. So we're moving along here in the beginning of Perikachoyvel, which discusses the halachos of Achoyvel Bechaveiro. The Mishnah says, Hachoyvel Bechaveiro, Chayev Olav, Mishum Chamisha Dvar, Nezek, Tsar, Ripoy, Sheves, and Boishas. So, in contrast to Nisgay Momin, which was the topic of the majority of the Mesechta, where the owner of the Momin that damages is responsible only. Nezek, only for the actual damage that occurred, a choyvo b'chaveroi is chayev for chamishadvar. He's chayev for the damage that occurred, meaning he has to make the nichbal whole. He has to pay him for any pain that he caused him. Any doctor bills, that's his responsibility as well. If the nechbal was embarrassed as a result of the chabola, you now have to pay the meboshes. And sheves, if this person, because of this damage that occurred is not able to go to work, you need to make him whole for any wages that this person lost. The Mishnah went on to discuss Bikitzer, what Nezek is, what Tsar is, what Ripu is, what Sheves is, and what Boishas is. As it relates to Sheves, which is going to be the first part of today's daf, the Mishnah said, we view the Nechbal, we view the victim, as if his job was to watch Kishuin, to watch vegetables, and you now have to pay him the amount of money he cannot earn as a Shomer Kishua. Now the truth is, if you think about it, logically for a second, Sarach Bir, a person was damaged, as a result he can't go to work, you now have to make him whole for any wages that he's going to lose, so let's make believe that his job was a Shomer Kishuin, and come up with a cheshbin of how many hours he would have worked, nine to five, multiplied by a certain dollar amount per hour, and you're going to have to make him whole for that cheshbin. What if this person's an attorney? What if he's an accountant? What if he's a doctor? What if he does something else for a living? We should view him as a shoymer kishuin. Now, the Mishnah itself addressed the question. The Mishnah said, quote, The Gemara is going to begin with a b'risa that's going to elaborate on that point and explain what the Mishnah means with that line and why is it that we always assess the nechbal as a shomer kishon. Zok the Gemara. Sheves royen oisoi keilu hu shomer kishon. Tanu Rabbanu, we learned to the b'risa. Sheves royen oisoi keilu hu shomer kishon. Says the b'risa. The im toimar. Sounds like a toisfus. The im toimar locks on midas adin. You're going to argue that why are you viewing him as a Shaymer Kishuin? What if that's not his job? In fact, the Chim Miftach, how do you know that if this person would have been healthy, meaning when he will have a Rafua, Hai Gavrilav Agud the Shaymer Kishuin who chuckle? This person is not necessarily going to be a Shaymer Kishuin. Ela Doli Davlo the Shakalavra. Maybe he's going to be a Vasatrega. He's going to be someone that's going to take water from the well and get paid for doing that, which apparently was more money than what a Shem Rikishun used to get paid. Inami or Azul Bishlichus, when he gets better, this person is going to be a Shliach, he's going to be a courier, a Shikingal, Vishokal Agra, and he's going to get paid more money than 
what a Shemir Kishun gets paid. So says the Bryce of the Imtoimar, this obvious question, the why is it that we assess the Shevas based on a Shemir Kishun, maybe when he gets better, that's not going to be his job. Taisa speaks out, why are we talking about what's going to be when he gets better? We should be talking about what was before he was injured. And if you look at Taisa's Dibra Maschel, the Chi Mitbach, Hai Gavra, Taisa says Koloimar. So Rashi, very often says Koloimar. We always speak out when Rashi says Koloimar, it means Rashi was bothered by something and he's coming to answer and explain why the Gemara said what doesn't seem to be the Pshutai Shalmikra. So this is a Taisvis Koloimar. Either way, what Taisvis says is, meaning although the Bryce is talking in the tense of what will be when he gets better, it's not the point. The point is that maybe this person wasn't a Shoi Mekishuan. And if he wasn't a Shoi Mekishuan, you have a right to simply assess him based on that. The answer is, Why not? What the Mishnah said. And that is, when we assess Nezek, we take into consideration the fact that this person is no longer going to be able to work and do the job that he was supposed to do. Meaning the Nezek calculation is a very inclusive calculation. And to the extent that you have a person that had a very important job and because of the damage that occurred, you're not able to do that job, that's going to make the Nezek a higher number. So that the fact that he can't be a Vasatreger, the fact that he can't be a courier, the fact that he can't do whatever his job was, he's getting paid for when we assess the Nezek. So essentially then, the only thing left to maybe compensate him for is at the end of the day, right now I'm not working, and Lemaisa, I could have done something. You can't say I could have had the job that I had. You got paid for that already. But Beseder, so now I'm made whole for the fact that I can no longer operate as a professional like I was getting before. But at the same time, Epis, I could do. And Lemaisa, right now, I'm not even able to do that because this person is lied up in bed. What's that beer minimum something that this person could have anyways done? He could have been a Shemir Kishuan, and that's why we assess the Sheves based on the Shemir Kishuan. Meaning the fact that he can't do his job, that he got made whole for in the Nezek payment. So what's left now in the Sheves is merely a very minimal job, and that is the Shemir Kishuan. Oh, my Rav, Rav elaborated on this point. He said, if somebody knocked off somebody else's hand, he has to pay him the value of the hand. That's Nezek, the Sheves, and as it relates to Sheves, we view him as if he's a Shemer Kishuin, and we give him that additional Sheves per the Shibers Ragli. If somebody breaks somebody's leg, he has to pay him for his leg. The Sheves, and as it relates to Sheves, we view him as if he's a Shemer Pesach. Why are we viewing him as a Shemer Pesach? Meaning he's watching an entrance. Why are we not viewing him as a Shemer Kishu? The reason is because someone that doesn't have a foot, someone that can't walk, 
presumably both of his feet are broken, is not able to be a Shemir Kishun. Because being a Shemir Kishun requires making rounds and doing inspections. I mean that this person anyways can't be a Shemir Kishun. So right now you're paying him Shevis because he's lied up in bed and he can't even be a Shemir Kishun. Regardless, he couldn't have been a Shemir Kishun. So you have to find a job that theoretically he could have done, yet he can't do because he's lied up in bed. For the person that has a broken foot, that's not even a Shemir Kishun. It's a lesser job. It's a Shemir Pesach Simes. Let's say this person can't see. So you can't be a Shemer. You can't be a Shemer Kishuin. You can't be a Shemer at Pesach. So we give him Nezek, which is the value of his eye. That's easy. The Sheves, as it relates to Sheves, we pay him for a job that a Suma could do, and that is to be to use a mill and to grind wheat. Even someone that can't see could do that. He can't do that now. Why not? Because he's lied up in bed. That's the Shevest that you're supposed to give him. Chirshoi, if somebody made someone deaf, then the halacha is, you have to give him the mei kuloi. Notice, over here, there's no mention of giving him any Shevest. And Rashi says, the reason is, because ain't roi being that he's a cheresh, so there's nothing he can do, and being that there's nothing he can do, so it's for that reason there is no additional sheves that you're supposed to give him. Toysvis has a big problem with this. Toysvis has a kasha from a Mishnah right in the beginning of Masechus Erechen, where the Mishnah discusses if somebody says that I'm going to donate the value of a cheresh of a katan to hektish, or if somebody says I'm going to give the erech of a cheresh shoyta to katan to hektish. Now, what's the difference between giving the value of a cherishite of a cotton versus the erech of a cherishite of a cotton? That's Mesechus Erech in 101. That's not our sugya right now. But the Mishnah says, cherishite of a cotton, nidarim v'nerachin. They're included in the laws of nidarim and in the laws of nerachin, meaning they're perceived to have a value. Yet here we see the halach is, chirshay noisen loit meikuloi. As it relates to Shevis, you don't even have to give him any Shevis. Like Rashi says, ain't a royal eclum. Well, if he's ain't a royal eclum and he has no value, and the Nezek check is basically, you write a dollar amount for the entire value of the person because he just went from having a value to having zero value. And you don't even have to cheshben at any sheves. So what's Pshat in the Mishnah Neirachim that says, Cheresh Shait Vekotan, Nidorim Venerachim. And Toysa says two Pshatim. He brings from Rabbeinu Tam, who said, that it could be a cheresh b'day shomayim has value the things he's able to do. This person is a cheresh b'day adam. He became a cheresh because somebody damaged him. Could be this that chirsha is nois and loit meikuloi stafka regarding a cheresh b'day adam. But said Rabbeinu Tam from the Mishnah Erechin, it's mavur that of course a cheresh has value. The re said a different teretz. The re said that it could be a cheresh that has an umness that has a job that cherish is going to have value. So you can't just say as a blanket statement that a cherish is someone who is enoy shavaklom. A cherish that never learned an umnis is taka enoy shavaklom. But what about a cherish that has an umnis? That cherish is going to be different. I am toysfis, if you want to go through this a little bit better. But the point is that the grace of Ali Toysfis, Rabbeinu Tam, and the Reed, they struggled very much with this Gemara. Throughout Shas, it seems, and before Shemishnah, in fact, in Erech and Abbezam and Aleph, that even though Cheresh is limited in certain areas of Allah, but to say, that's a very big Chiddush. And because of that, the Bali Toysfis understood that you have to be mechalik between what this Gemara means and what some of the other sugyas in Shas mean. Incidentally, as it relates to Cheresh, we have a related raid bite. This is from the Hafla in the beginning of Masech Ksubis, where he talks about the 
physical ears of a person and the neshama's ears that has the capacity to hear a basco and that when a person hears Lashon Hara so it's chirshoy on a ruchniyistic level and if a person loses his ability to hear then he can't receive the messages that they're sending him from Shemayim and it's literally on a ruchniyistic level because of the fact that he doesn't have that capacity it's a marumokim neflo it's a related rate what happens if somebody chopped off somebody said and Bezin didn't get an opportunity yet to do the assessment to figure out how much money this person owes him as a chayvul b'chaveri and before they got a chance to do it shibiris ragloi then he broke his foot again they said okay now we really got to get the medical examiners and we have to do uh, physical and to figure out what this person's value is. And before they had a chance to do that, Simas, hey, no, he said, this person is mamish clapping him 39 malchus. And then he knocked his eyes out. And then before they had a chance to do anything, they made this person into a cheresh. Meaning, now already he's in a royal mahu. So the question is, what's the halacha from a chayvah b'chadeir perspective? Me, Amrina, do we say do? being that there was no umdana done yet until he was chirshay, so b'chad umdana sagile, so we're going to do only one umdana, v'yavla d'mei kulay, v'had yadadin, you're going to write one check, right? What's the halacha for chirshay? You give him d'mei kulay. Well, being that he became a cheresh at the end, and for that it's easy, it's one umdana, so good, so that's what you're going to do. So we're not going to cheresh been Yodoy plus Ragloy plus Enoy and then come up with a number. No, it's just going to be a Chirshoy because at the end of the day, that's anyways Noisim Loy Dmei Kulay. Oidilmo or Rava said, maybe that's not the way we look at this. Rather, Chada Chada Amdinan, we assess each one individually and that's what you have to give him. So do we say that being that it was Chirshoy Levesoyf, so it's just one check of Dmei Kulay or maybe Yadoy plus Ragloy plus in says the Gemara Nafkemina. What difference does it make? Right, you would think the numbers would be the same, anyways. Says the Gemara, no. The boy lemeis of leitzar uboishes the chol chada vechada. The nafgamina would be as it relates to the tsar and the boishes of each one of these blows. In other words, he the nezek v'ripoy v'sheves the chol chada vechada leyavina le. Meaning, although as it relates to nezek ripoy and sheves. There is no nafgamina. Why? The kivan the kayav late mekule because being that you're giving him the mekule, so it's command the katle dami vayav late mekule. It's as if you killed him and you're giving him the full value of the person, anyways. But tsaru baishes mias the chal chada vechada yad. But as it relates to tsaru baishes, maybe that's something you should have to give for each one individually. Da havalit tsaru baishes because at the end of the day he had tsaru baishes individually for each one of these blows. In other words. Rubber had a shiloh. What happens if somebody was caught as Yoda, he was Shabbat as Ragloy, Simas Enoi, and then at the end he was Chirshah? You have to pay him for the kotas yodai, for the shibas ragli, for the simas einoi, and then for the chirshay, or maybe you just pay him for the chirshay. And he explained that really the nafgamina is only regarding the tsar and the boshas. Because as it relates to the nezek, the ripoy, and the sheves, it makes no difference. Why not? Because as it relates to nezek, yet anyways, once you're Chirsha, you're going to pay to make Kuloi. So to make Kuloi takes into account Yadoi, Ragloi, Enoi. That's what Kuloi is. It's the sum of all the parts. So being that you're anyways paying it for the sum, so really there's no Nafkamina. As it relates to Sheves, it also makes no Nafkamina. Because as we saw in the first Gemara, when we Chesh bin Nezek, we really take Sheves into account. Part of the Nezek 
calculation is the fact that this person was able to earn a living, now he's not able to. That's why Sheves, it's even if he wasn't a Shemer Kishuan, because he already was made whole for any other loss that he had. As it relates, however, to Tsar and Boishas, I'm skipping replay for a reason, but as it relates to Tsar and Boishas, there it's not so passion. And the reason is because if a person becomes a Cheresh, okay, that's a certain Tsar. If a person loses his hand, then he loses his foot, and then Sima Zainoi, and then Chirshoi, in Hilchis Tsar, for sure there's more Tsar when. It happens in that way than if the person was simply a chirshay. That's very, very intuitive. As it relates to Boishas, it's the same thing. So the Shailah then is not regarding Nezek and Shevez. The Shailah is regarding Tzara Boishas. What about Ripoy? So if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says, As opposed to Nezek, Ripoy, and Shevez, they're not. Toysfe says that I think this Gersa is the incorrect Gersa. Because... How could you tell me that if you pay the ripoy for the chirshoy, that that's somehow going to include in it the ripoy for the yodoy, the ragloy, and the simasenoy? The ripoy is not the same. The nezek is one number that is going to be cumulative. So, in the nezek of the chirshoy, you're anyways going to have for the yodoy, ragloy, and the enoy. The same is true for the shevas. It's for sure not true for the Tsar and the Boshas. The Chayr, it's also for sure not true for the Ripoy. The medical bill is for sure going to be higher for the person than Nebuch Katzaklaptazai versus the person that was only a Chirshay. So Taisa says the Girsa that we have in our Gemara is a Tais. And you have to take Ripoy and you have to put it together with Tsar and Boshas, not together with Nezek and with Chavis. Rashi, however, clearly had the Girsa that we have in our Gemara. Rashi tries to say a Pshat, I am Shamb, I am Bachrainim. Either way, this was Rava's first Tipoy. Rava went to and he said, if you're going to tell me, that being that there was no umdana yet, so the first time Bezdin is doing the Shumadah doing the umdana is after he was already a Chirshah. So it's reasonable, it makes sense that we should just make one umdana. What would be if umdu, if there was an umdana, meaning what would be if it was Katas Yadai, the umdu, and then it was Shibaris Ragli, the umdu, it was Simas Eina, the umdu, and then it was Chirshah, the umdu. Now the person didn't make the payment yet, but the Shuma, the umdu happened. Me and Rina do, we say, keeping the each one had its own bazundra umdana, so you have to pay for each one individually. I don't keep it all show. Being that he didn't make the payment yet, all you have to do is pay the for the chirshai. The Gemara says, Take boy rabbi, rabbi had a shilo. Sheves ha soy bedomen. Ma. So what does this mean? Rashi says, We're talking about someone that got a clap, and this clap is causing this person right now to not be able to work. There's a Sheves issue. Today, he has to be Sheves mi Melachta. Right? It's Milosh and Shabbos. He can't work. However, this damage that occurred, although right now it's not allowing him to work, at some point, he's going to get better, on its own, it seems, and he'll be able to work. But here's the punchline, which is a little chaser in the words of the Gemara. And that is right this second. If we would try to sell him, like an Eved, that's Nimko Lashok, he wouldn't get the full market value. Because right now, he's not able to work. However, Mashiach Hazman is that eventually this person is going to be better, and as a result, he will be able to work. The question now is, are you Chayef in Nezek, or are you not Chayef in Nezek? 
Sheves, you're for sure chayev for. This person can't work right now. You got to pay him. You have no choice. The question is, if there's like a temporary nezek, it's a mum over. So right now there's a nezek, but this issue is going to pass. Do you have to pay for what is in the interim, or do you not have to pay for what is in the interim? Meaning right now, this minute, this person is incurring a loss. His value has gone down. But it's going to change. It's going to come back eventually. So is there a chiv nezek for such a thing, or is there not chiv? Is there not a chiv nezek for such a thing? And the Gemara explains it. What would be a muscle, meaning a real-life example? If somebody hit someone else on his hand, and his hand shriveled, but it's going to make a comeback. Do we say that being that it's going to get better, you don't have to give him anything. Or maybe right now he is worth less than he was. Although it's brief and it's momentary, but maybe you have to pay for that. So the Gemara says, Toshma, I'll bring you a raya from a Mishnah coming up. Hamaka of a vi'imoy, if somebody hits his father or his mother, and he didn't make a chabur, and if somebody is on Yom Kippur, he has to pay kulon. Rashi Chamisha Dvarim. He has to pay Nezek Tzah, Ripu, Shevaz, and Boishas. Now, this is in contrast to someone that's Maka Ova Ve'imoy, Ve'asa Ben Chabura, or if someone is Chavah Ve'chavere, not in Yom Kippur, but on Shabbos. In the aforementioned cases, this person would be Chayav Misa for what he did. Maka Ova Ve'imoy, Ve'aloch is, it's Chayav Misa. And if someone's Chavah Ve'chavere on Shabbos, he's Chayav Misa. Once he's chayiv miso, come labor the rabbinay. He's going to be butter. However, if someone's makka of a ve'imoy v'loy asabehen chabura, or if somebody makes a chabura but he does it on yom kippur, asnisin the loyker of nuchunya ben akana. Right in that case, nalach is chayiv v'kulon. You're going to be chayiv for the chamisha dvar. So the gemara says, let's try to understand the mishnah. The first case, makka of a ve'imoy v'loy asabehen chabura. Hi, loy asabehen chabura. Hey, chidami. What's the case? Meaning. We're talking about a situation where this person is chayiv chamisha dvar. Included in the Chamisha Dvarim is Nezek. Now, there was no Chabura. Usually, you think of Nezek in terms of a Chabura. If there's no Chabura, there could be Nezek. Is that even possible? So, we have to come up with an Akimta of a case. So, the Gemara says, Hey, Chidami, Lav, Kigoyin, is it pr- not? A situation where somebody hit someone on his hand and it is going to make a recovery on its own. And what do you see from here? The is that you're going to be it's pretty mafurish that if someone was damaged but it's soifoy lachzor, still the halacha is, chayiv bekulon, you're going to be chayiv nezek, because that's probably the case of maka of a ve'imoy v'loy asa ben chabura. And if that's the case, it's a mefurish and mishnah, like one said in Rav Shaila. Amri, but the Gemara says, achav ma'yaskinon, it's not muchach, that's the case. Maybe the case is, kigoyim shechir, shoy chabura. The nezek was that he caused him to lose his hearing. However, there was no chabura, and that's the halacha of maka of a ve'imoy. Rabbi said, If someone causes his father to be a cheresh, he's chayiv misa, because it's impossible for a person to become a cheresh without to bring a chabura, because because it's inevitable that there's a little bit of blood that somehow moved around inside his body, went to his ear, and that's how he became a cheresh. So that can't be the case. Maybe the case is, where the person who was maka of a the way he was maka him, was he shaved his head. 
And being that he shaved his head, that's the haka. Apparently, the other ve'imoy goes down in value because of the gilchai, and that's the nezek that we're talking about. But the Gemara says, gilchai mahadahada. The hair is going to grow back. And if that's the case, v'hainu boy, and that's mamashar iboya. Meaning, you're telling me you can't prove Rabbi Shaila from our Mishnah because maybe our Mishnah is talking about Gilchai. If the Mishnah is talking about Gilchai, then you did prove Rabbi Ziboya. I'm reading the my skin. Let me explain to you what I mean a little bit better. It's talking about where this son was Maka of Avimai. And the way he was Maka of Avimai was he took Nosh, he took a certain cream, and he put it on his father or mother's hair. And it caused the hair to fall out in a way where it's not going to grow back. That's what the situation was. So he didn't make a Chabura. Because he didn't make a Chabura, he's not a Maka of Avimai that's Chay of Misa. Thus, there's no Kamla B'dirabah. Thus, he's going to be Chay of But at the same time, it's not a temporary Nazak, it's a permanent Nazak. And for that reason, you can't be patient, Rabbi Ziboy. Now, it's Mavur that Maka of Avimai is Chayev Bekulon. What does Kulon mean? We read the Rashi inside. Chamishadvarim. You Chayev for all five things. Now, if the Ikimta Maka of Avimai is this case where the person took this Nasha and he smeared it on the hair of his father and mother, that means it's Shayev through that. To be chayef and nezek for v'ripoy v'sheves and boishes. So the Gemara is going to go through. Why is it that this is such a blow that somehow is going to result in all five of these payments? So the Gemara says, Sar. The reason he'd be chayef and sar is the isle kartufne bereshe. Of course, this person has cracks in his scalp. V'tzavchi mehanu kartufne. So now all of a sudden, this cream going into the cracks of his scalp is going to cause him a tremendous amount of pain. The Gemara is rather dramatic. V'tzavchi. His mom is going to be yelling and screaming because of pain. Ripoy. Where is it? What do you mean? If he's in a lot of pain, he's going to have to go to the doctor and he's going to need uh, medical bills. Sheves, where is it going to be Sheves? So this is a hechetimtza, if there ever was, was. But it's possible to have a merakit beikubi. It could be this person, he used to dance. Rashi says, bechanuyos in the stores. The boy machvi gavni areshi. And the way he used to dance was, he used to make these gestures with his head. But now he can't make these gestures. Mehani kartufni. Because of the fact that he has these, these things and these cracks in his scalp and it's very, very painful. And boishes, inlucha boishes gadol. And it's for that reason that could be that's the Akimta the Mishnah, and if that's the Akimta, you have no riot to Rabbah's Shiloh. Either way, what was Rabbah's Shiloh? Sheves ha-poichsesoy bedamimah. Cryptic words, Rashi says, the case is where a person is right now in a situation where he can't work because of a nezek, but this nezek is going to pass. You for sure, as a chayvah b'chaveri, have to pay sheves. The question is, do you have to pay nezek or do you not have to pay nezek? What are the two tzadim? Right now, it's worth less. So, pasherushah, maybe you have to pay him. What's the tzad you shouldn't have to pay? Because tzayfalachsar. And being that it's tzayfalachsar, maybe it's not something you're going to have to pay for. Says the Gemara, milsa the bayle, the rabbo, pshit le rabbayo lachachbiso, ule rabbo lachachis. Says the rabbo, who was the rabbo, he had to see by he wasn't sure. La maize rabbo is two talmidim. It's two most famous talmidim. Abay and rabbo, they both weren't. Mesopic. Meaning, it was Pshitole. Abaya was Pshitole one way, and Rabbi was Pshitole the other way. The Itmar, he called Ayyad of Itzamsa, the Soifei Lachsar. 
if somebody hits somebody on his hand, his hand shriveled, but it's like Falachsa. Literally, this case. You have to pay Shevis Gedoyla. Rashi says Nezek. And you have to pay Shevis Ketana, what we know as Shevis. The Rabbah says, The only thing you have to pay is Shevis Ketana, you have to pay for Shevis. But as it relates to Nezek, that's not something you have to pay. In other words, Abayu was confident that you do have to pay Nezek. Rabbah was confident you don't have to pay Nezek. Rabbah wasn't sure. In other words, a three way machloikis as it relates to the Shaila. Do you have to pay Nezek or do you not have to pay Nezek? Shevis, you have to pay. Nezek, according to Rabba, it's a Suffolk. According to Abaya, for sure, yeah. According to Rabba, for sure, no. What happens if somebody chops off the hand of his friend's Evet Ivri? Abaya says, You give the Sheves Gedoylo Nezek to the Evet, it's his hand. The Sheves Kitana Lerav. However, the Sheves, meaning the fact that he can't go to work now, that goes to the Rebbe. Now the truth is, before we see Rafa, Abai is saying a Chiddush, right? Why is Abai saying a Chiddush? It's his hand. There's no Mashakona Evet Kona Rabbi when it comes to an Evet Ivri. That's a Sugi when you're talking about an Evet Kanani, not with an Evet Ivri. And the Sheves Kitana goes to the Rebbe. Obviously, his Odoin, his master, he's right now the balabas of all his Maisiyadayim, as a result, he should keep it. But it is a Chiddush. The reason it's a Chiddush is because Sheves we assess as a Shoymekishuin. What's the methodology of assessing Sheves as a Shoymekishuin? Mechtesi. Maybe that's not what he does for a living. The reason is, because Angibat in the Nezek payment, we already took into consideration any other Sheves. Well, if that's the case, then Bishloima, if the same person, the Nechbal, that's getting the Nezek, is getting the Sheves, so it's good. At the end of the day, you want to call it Nezek, you want to call it Sheves, it's six of one, half a dozen of another. He's getting paid what he's supposed to get paid. But if you're going to give the Nezek to the Evet Ivri, and now you're going to give the Sheves, you're going to pay him as if he's losing his Shev Kishuin. This person bought an Evet Ivri, right? Didn't come b'chinim, you had to buy it. Machor Atzmai, Machru Bezdin, he's the Lekeach on the other side, right? So he for sure paid for it. So this is the way it should be. So really, Abai is saying a very big Kiddush, which segues into Rava. Rava Amas, Rava says, no, can't be that way. Okay, so what do you do? I call you Nosson Levit, you give all the money to the Evet, V'yilokach Ben Karka, the Evet then buys a piece of property, meaning income-producing karka, and the Rav is going to be the one that's going to eat the pears. So what we do is we give it all to the Evet, we buy property, so that in the long run, the Evet every when he goes free, is going to have what he's supposed to get. But in the interim, right now, the Rav is going to get his pears. Toysus says that I found a different Gersa, which I believe is the more appropriate Gersa. Meaning, Rava in our Gemara says, Hakol Yinoseng Le'evet. Toysfer says, I saw a Gersa, Hakol Yinoseng Le'rav. And Toysfer says, if you think about it, it makes much more sense. Because based on the Gersa that we have in our Gemara, the Rav is really losing out. And forget about that, he's losing out. It just seems very unfair. Because who's the Balabas on the Maisiyadayim, on the Sheves of the Evet Ivri? It's the Rav that's the Bailam on it. So why in the world would it make any sense to take the Sheves, give it to the Evid, let him buy a piece of property, and it's going to throw off a shtickle return, and I'm going to give it to you. Mechatesni, it's mine. So says Toysvis, the Girsa I found, which is, I call you Nosin Le Rav. Oh, that's much more mistake. You give everything to the Rav. 
Maybe the Rav is going to get the Sheves, he's going to keep that 100%. That's not even a Shiloh. As it relates to the Sheves Gedoyla, as it relates to the Nezek, he's going to buy Karka, he's going to eat the Paris in the interim, and then when David if he goes free, he's going to give him the Karka. But the point is, you're not giving everything to the Ever, and he's just going to give Paris to the Odoin. It's just the opposite. You're going to give everything to the Odoin, he's going to keep the Paris, and then when David Ivry goes free, he's going to get the Karka that represents the value of the Nezek, because that's really the, something that's supposed to be. Regardless, the way we have the Gears and the Gemara, Abayi's Pshad is very Mechudishlik, and Rav's Pshad is very Mechudishlik. The way Taisus has the Gears and the Gemara, Rav's Pshad, al him is a little bit more moving. Regardless, a postscript to this Pshito, that's obvious. Piches Eitzel Atzmai, Eitzel Rabbi Piches. What would be if somebody was Chayvel Bevedivish Chaveri, and the whole Pchas, meaning any devaluing, was all Chal Klape the Eved, meaning it has no impact whatsoever. Ever on the master. Hechidami will be an example of that. The posculerish unye, he chopped off part of his ear, oilerish nechire, or part of his nose. So, at the end of the day, if you're missing part of your nose, you're losing, but the Odoin is not necessarily losing anything, as long as he could do his job. So in that case, I call Atzmai, everything's going to belong to David Ivory. Piches Eitzel Rabbi. If, however, it was Piches Eitzel Rabbi, that's where Plukta the Bayverava, the Machlekes between Abayverava, is going to play itself out. And this concludes the first part of today's Daf, which discussed the laws of Sheves. We turn our attention now from Sheves to Boishas. So what did the Mishnah say regarding Boishas? Everyone knows this line of the Mishnah. Boishas ha-koilafi ha-mevayish v'ha-mezbayish. Meaning, when we assess Boishas, there's two things we look at. Number one, who is the mevayish? And number two, who is the mezbayish? Rashi in the Mishnah said, adam kal An adam kal that embarrasses someone so the bush is greater. It's coming from an Adam Khashiv a person that gets embarrassed, his Bizyonis and his Khi of Baishis is going to be greater. So when it comes to Baishis, we very much look at the Mavayish and the Mispayish. Says the Gemara Mani Masis and who is the town of our Mishnah later? Amayer. It's not Rameyer. But later, it's not Rabbi Yehuda. It's not It must be the Heli Rabbi Shimon Ba'yichai. So who's this Rameyer? Who's this Rabbi Yehuda? Who's this Rabbi Shimon that we're referring to? The Tanya we learned in the Brayso, the Kulon, as it relates to Boishes in all situations. Roy and Oison, we view them. Ki'iluheim b'nei chayrim sheyardu minechseyen sheheim b'nei Avram Yitzchak v'yakid every Rameyer. Rameyer says every single time a person gets embarrassed. So you have to assess this person now. So what are we looking at? We don't care if he's a, or a man, if he's a gvir. Not interesting to us. Every single person gets viewed the same way. As if he's a ben chayrin, meaning he's a man of stature, of status. But now, he's a yayrin. And the truth is, we are on some level all bnei chayrin, because with bnei Avram Yitzchak v'yakim, and unfortunately, we live in a world of masay agi masay la masay avoisay. So we're literally bnei Avram Yitzchak v'yakiv. We're bnei chayim sheyardim nechsei, and that's a truism. It's a fact. It's a real statement, and that's the way we assess every single person. That's Rabbi Yishit. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says Hagadol lefi goidloi vaakotan lefi kotnoi. Rabbi Yehuda says that no, it's not true. You have to look at each person individually. The gadol we assess kefi godloi, and the kotan you assess kefi kotnoi. You can't help yourself but think. If 
this has anything to do with Rav Meir, who holds Ben Kach, Ben Kach, Bonim, and Rav Yehuda that says, no, it's not so true. It's Mansha, Oisim Minig Bonim, they're Bonim. But if they're Noyig Minig Avadim, they're going to be Avadim. Rav Meir says every single year, the Godel Shabakulan and the Katan Shabakulan, they're all Bnei Avram, Yitzchak, the Yaakim, the Bnei Chayrim, Shayardim, and Ixayyad. Avshay is a Yoyrit. Aben Chayrim he is, and he's Bnei Avram, Yitzchak, the Yaakim. Yehuda says, no, we're going to look at you individually. Hagodel if he godle, vakatan if he got. Rav Shimon, Oymer. Rav Shimon says it depends. Ashirim, if the person's an Oyshir, Royin, Oyshir, Ki'ilohim, Bnei Chayrim, Shayardim, and Ixayyad. So Ashirim, we view as if they're Bnei Chayrim, Shayardim, and Ixayyad. Aniyim, and if they're Aniyim, Kipchusim, Shabayim. We look at them as if they're Mamish, the Pchusim, Shabayim. So Rav Shimon, notice, is learning a little bit like Rameyer in the sense that it's not a godol if he godloi, v'akotol if he kotnoi, ba'asherusham. We tweak a little bit his status. But whereas Rameyer said that v'kulon, side the ashirim and side the aniyim are all viewed like b'nei chayrim sheyardu minachseyim, Rav Shimon says the ashirim are viewed like b'nei chayrim sheyardu minachseyim and the aniyim are viewed kipchusen shebehem. So you still have the element of there being a difference between an Osher and an Oni when it comes to Boishas in the world of Rav Shimon. But instead of assessing it Ba'asher Usham, you assess the Osher based on Bnei Chayim Sheyodim and you assess the Oni Kipchusim Shabbat. So again, what are the three Shittas? According to Rav Meir, every single person gets assessed the same way. They assess Bnei Chayim Sheyodim Rabbi Yehuda says, look at the person, Basha Rusham, Hagadol Lefi Godlai, Vakatan Lefi Katnai. Rabbi Shimon says, yeah, there is an element of Godol and Katan, meaning a shtikal Rabbi Yehuda, but also we're going to come up with some make believe situation, a shtikal like Rameir. The Asher is going to be like Rameir said, it's going to be Kibnei Chayim Shiyadim Echseim, and the Oni is going to be Kibchusim Shabayim. Regardless, says the Gemara Mani, who's the Tan of our Mishnah? Ira Meir, if you're going to tell me the Tan of our Mishnah is Rameir. Again, what the Mishnah say? I call if Yam Avayish, Vam is Bayish. Masisik Tani, I call if Yam Avayish, Vam is Bayish. For Rameir, Kulu Bahadi Adadi Nino. According to Rameir, this is very socialist, right? Every single person gets viewed the same exact way. It's not. That makes a lot of sense. That's Mamash what Rabbi Yehuda said. True, but there's a technical problem based on tomorrow's stuff. It can't be. You know why? Because Masis the Mishnah says, That's coming up. If someone is Mavayish Asuma, Chayef. Now Rabbi Yehuda is talking about a Suma that was Mavayish. A Suma that's Mavayish doesn't have to pay Boishas. And here you see, Hamavayish Asasuma's Chayef. To this in a second, it's not the same thing, right? But must be the mission is not Rabbi Yehuda. Rab Shimini, it must be Rab Shimon. Meaning, although Rab Shimon said that you don't look at the Asher Basher Rusham and you don't look at the Oni Basher Rusham, but he did say that there's a difference between an Asher and an Oni. So the concept of Akola Fiam from his Baish is true, and for that reason, the time of mission is going to be Rab Shimon. But the Gemara says it's not Mukhafil Tim Rabbi, you can tell me the mission is going even according to Rabbi Yehuda. Keep coming, Rabbi Yehuda. When did Rabbi Yehuda say is Allah? That's Summa Enloy Boishes, that's Lamishko Mine, that's the take from him. Summa that's Mavayish is Potter. The Gemara is going to say, very much tomorrow's daft. Rabbi Yehuda Shita is that Asuma's potter in a mitzvah. And because he's potter from all mitzvahs, he's potter from Boishas as well. I and Shah. But 
Aval the Mesfile. But as it relates to giving a Suma, the Meboishes, Yavinale, you could give him. So just because the Mishnah says that a Mavayishes, a Suma Chayev, doesn't necessarily preclude the time of the Mishnah from being Rabbi Yehuda, but the Gemara, Sufamid, Iktani Sefer, it's not true. You know why? Because the Sefer, the Mishnah says, Mavayishes, Hayoshen Chayev. Somebody embarrasses somebody that's sleeping, he's Chayev, Yoshen Shabayish Potter. And a sleeping person that embarrasses somebody else, he's going to be Potter. Now, as it relates to the Yoshen, we make the distinction between somebody embarrassing someone sleeping versus someone sleeping embarrassing. By the Summa, it doesn't say that. All it says is, And from the fact that it doesn't say, like it says by Yoshen, it's mashma that a Summa Shabayish is also going to be Chayev, meaning, So, if that's the case, although the Mishnah only said, it means also, we know Rabbi Huda holds, Summa Shabayish is Potter. So the Mishnah can't be Rabbi Huda, it can't be Rameir, because no Shaykh is the Rameir. It can't be Rabbi Huda because of a technical problem, because in the next Mishnah, the Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. Who is the Tana of the following price? If somebody had Kavana to embarrass a cotton, and he ended up embarrassing a Godel. So the Allah is, you give Boishas to the Godel, shell cotton, but you pay the amount that you would have to pay if you embarrass the cotton. So this person was out to embarrass. But in his mind, he was embarrassing a cotton. We'll see what a kata means in a minute. And he ended up embarrassing a gadol. So you give the demei boishes to the gadol, but you give the boishes ke'ilu, he would have been a kata. Meaning you pay for what your intention was. Levayishas ha'evet, someone had a mind to be mevayish and evet k'nani, levayishas ben chayrin, he ended up embarrassing a ben chayrin, noisel ben chayrin, demei boishes shalev. So again, you have to pay boishes to the ben chayrin, but you pay what you would have paid had you in fact embarrassed an evet k'nani. In other words, the chi of boishes for a cotton and a godl are not the same. The chiyav boishes for an evet kanani and a benchayrin are not the same. If you have a mind to embarrass someone for whom you would have paid less money and you end up embarrassing the person really for whom you should be high more money, you pay the lesser amount. That is really what the b'raith says. Says the Gemara, Mani, who is the ton of this b'raith? Loi Rameyer, Loi Rab Yehuda, the same Ramei, Rehudi, Rav Shimon, that we had a moment ago, L'chura, this price doesn't stem with any one of these three sheets. Why? Because L'chura, it would appear that when the Bryson says Kotan, it means Kotan ben Achosin. It means an Aramak. And when the Bryson says Godel, probably what it means is Godel ben Achosin. It means a Gevir. Now, here, Rameir, if the Tana of the Bryson is Rameir, Ha'amar Kudba Hadi Rameir said that you don't pay differently for a Kotan and a Godel. What did the Bryson say? You do. Nishavin, and you don't pay the value of the gold, you pay the value of a cotton. Clearly implied there's a difference in value between a cotton and a gold. According to a mayor, right? It's all the same. We always treat the person, so there's no difference. Here, Rabbi Yehuda, maybe it's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds, it's very good. Again, a technical problem with it being Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda's shita is also coming up in tomorrow's daf, that in la'avodim boishes, that in evet kanani, that gets embarrassed, you don't have to pay boishes. Now, the irab shimin, now, and, Speak it out. And the Bryce is beforeish that Avadim have boishes because you mechavin to embarrass an Eved, you ended up embarrassing a Ben Chayim. What do you pay? You pay the value of the Eved Kanani. So it can't be Rabbi Yudo. And if it's Rabbi Shimon, there's another technical problem because Amar Rabbi Shimon holds that if someone had a mind to embarrass one person, he ends up embarrassing somebody else. He's going to be legamre Potter. My time. What's the reason? Kiktala. Because Rabbi Shimon said that we treat a mevayish as like a hoyrig as chaveri. Just like when it comes to Kitala, unless you kill the person that you had a mind. 
right to kill, you're not going to be chayed. The same is true for Boishas. Where do you see this? The Pesach says, Become all of Ad she yischaven loy. You're not chayiv unless you were nischaven to kill him. Right? It was va'arav loy. You you were ambushing him. Become all of, and he's the person that you killed. That's the only time you're going to be chayiv. Boishes nami adam echaven loy. As it relates to boishes, it's the same thing. The chesed the pasuk says the shilcha. The Sholcha Yada, the Chazika B'Mevushav. And we learn from there, B'Mevushav, meaning she chapped him, Mevushav. That's the person she was Mechavan to, and that's the person ultimately that she embarrassed. And from there we learn, actually, is Chavan that you have to get the person that you try getting. The bottom line is, we have a Bryson that says, in Chavan Levayish Hasakotan, Ubayish Hasakotan, you pay for the cotton. In Chavan Levayish Hasakotan, you pay for the Evan. Who is the time of this price? We know three sheetas in the world of Oishas. It doesn't seem to be any one of those three times. Rameir holds a call of Fiam Navayish from his Bayish. Not true. You always pay the same dollar amount. So, what do you mean, cotton goggle? It's all the same. Rabbi Yehuda holds in Lavadam Oishas. So, why are we talking about Nishab and Navayish's? However, and you're going to pay that may ever in Lavadam Oishas. And according to Rabbi Shimon, you're going to be partner because Rabbi Shimon holds that. Boishes is Kiktala. And just like by Kiktala, it's Adam Eschavali, Boishes is also Adam Eschavali. Incidentally, Boishes is Kiktala. Right? Everyone knows we've been in the Shari Tshuva that says that if someone is Mabu Pnei Chaveroi, it's Abizrayu Deshvich Hazdanim. That's Pshan the Gemara in Soited after Yudah on the days. And elsewhere, Noyach Loi Adam Sheyapal Atzmai Lotoich Kivshana Eish Veyabu Pnei Chaveroi Barabim. And Tais famously asks, if that's the case, why is it Gimel Averis Chavuris? It should be for Averis Chavuris. And the Teretz is because Rabbeinu Yoyna, it's Nichlal in Shvichas Dabin. So Boishas is Kiktal. It makes sense, maybe, that the laws of Boishas on some level should mirror the laws of Kiktal. But the bottom line is, who is the Tan of Abraisa? Soktimar, Lo'olam, Rabbi Yehuda, Lo'olam, the Tan of Abraisa is Rabbi Yehuda. Who holds Ein Lavadim Boishas? But if he holds Ein Lavadim Boishas, how can it be Tan of Abraisa? If he comes to Rabbi Yehuda, Ein Lavadim Boishas, this Rabbi Yehuda holds Ein Lavadim Boishas, that's the Misfalu, that's to give him the physical payment. Avalamesh of Shaminalu. No one says he doesn't have Boishas. There's a value to his boy. God's not getting paid for it. But there is a value to it. Here you're not giving it to the Evet. Who are you giving it to? The Ben Chayrin. You're going to give the Ben Chayrin what the Shuma would be for the Boishas of the Evet. Meaning, if Ein Lavad and Boishas means there's no Shuma, then it can't be Rabbi Yehuda. But if it means Lemisfale, a value there's a Shuma, you're just physically not going to hand over the money. Okay, so you're not giving it to the Evet. You're giving it to the Ben Chayrin. So it makes sense. Or you could say, the time of the Bryce is Rameir, Mi Savras, Godo, Godo ben Achasin, and Katan, Katan ben Achasin. You was thought that when it says Godel, it means a gvir, and a katan means an arman, mechitesi, loy. Godel, Godel, mamish. The katan, katan, mamish. Godel means he's an adult, a katan means he's a minor, and that's what it means. So, a Godel and a katan each have boishes, it's not the same level, and that's what's going on in this price. There's no shaykhist to Rameir's halacha, bnei chayr, mishayordim, and it's like, faith in the mouth of a katan, bar boishes. So, if that's the case, you're implying that a katan is a bar boishes. A child gets boishes in, Kadamra, papa, papa said, the mechamulay michlim, there are certain children that if you embarrass them, they get embarrassed. Now, Rapapa said it to explain something else. We'll see that in a moment. But Hachanami, the Mechamalei Michlam, we're going to make the Akimta is talking about that type of cotton. And for Azaz sort cotton, it's Negev that he would have Baishas. Next Mishnah. If someone's Mavayish, somebody that's not wearing any clothing. So right now he's Orum, and at that moment you are Mavayish. Hamavayish as Hasuma. If someone's Mavayish Hasuma, Mavayish as Hayashin, somebody embarrasses somebody that's sleeping, Chayiv. In all these cases, he's going to be Chayiv. The Yashin Shabayish Pot. Someone that's sleeping that embarrasses somebody else is going to be Pot. Nothing. And Agag, if somebody falls off a roof for his and he damaged Ubayish and he embarrassed Chayev Allah Nezek. He's Chayev for the Nezek, Upatar Allah Boishes. He's Potter for the Boishes. Achiyem is Chavin unless he is Mechavin. He's Chayev Allah Nezek because we know Adam Bud Lo'olam, Bein Oynes, Bein Mezid, Bein Shoygig, Bein 
Ratzin. But as it relates to the halacha of Boishas, there's a rule of Achi Yehim Mishaven, so therefore, although he's Chayv on the Nezek, he's going to be Potter from the Boishas. So what was the first part of the Mishnah? Hamavayish es ha'orum, Hamavayish es ha'sumo, Hamavayish es ha'yoshen, Chayv. Tanu Rabbanam, Boishoy Orum, Chayv. If somebody embarrasses somebody that's Orum, he's Chayv, like the Mishnah says, Ve'enoi doima, Boishoy Orum, the Boishoy Lavosh. But at the same time, the Boishas that a person has when he's already Aram is not the same as the Boishas that he has when he is lavish. Meaning the ma- amount of money you're going to have to pay for embarrassing the Aram person is going to be less than the person that's wearing clothing. If somebody embarrasses somebody in a Beis HaMerchitz that the Mishnah didn't talk about, he's going to be Chayat. And it's a lesser Boishas. Meaning if you embarrass someone in the Shuk, that's a bigger Boishas than if you embarrass someone in the Beis HaMerchitz. Incidentally, it sounds like the Mara's question is on the Brice Omar Mar. We just mentioned the Brice Baisha Yorum Chayev. Omar Mar. Baisha Yorum Chayev. Machura. It should be a cash on the Mishnah. Why is it a cash on the Brice? It's Tosis Kasha. But the bottom line is Baisha Yorum Chayev. Orum bar boishesu is an orum bar boishesu. Why not? So Rashi says, "Dibra maschel orum bar boishesu bitmiyo." Kiven the in makbed lelech orum b'fnei adam mihave bar boishesu. If he's not embarrassed to be orum, so it doesn't sound like he's a bar boishesu. Amra papa, Rav papa said, "My orum. What does orum mean?" The asa zika karchinu lemani. What happened was it was very windy, and the wind caused his beget to lift up a little bit, and as a result, his body was a shtickle exposed. And then this person came, he removed his clothing a little bit more, and by doing that, he embarrassed him. So if he was Arum, and meaning he was Mamish walking around Arum, then Archanami, he wouldn't be Chayef for Boishas. That person's not a Bar Boishas. But the case is where he was like a Shtikal Arum. Now the Gemara's Akimta is a funny Akimta. The Asi Zika, Karchinu Lamane, Taisis, Dibra Maschal, the Asi Zika has a suffix, whether this Akimta is Dafka or it's Lav Dafka. Meaning Asi Zika is just like a Hechatimsa where the person was like a Shtikal Arum. What would be if the person started undressing himself? So Taisis says, I'm not sure. On the one end, I can hear that maybe the Gemara is laughed after, or maybe if he starts undressing himself, he's already bechlal orum bar boishes and it could be you wouldn't have this halacha. Either way, the Bryce said that if someone embarrasses someone in the Beis Hamerchitz, he's going to be chay. Again, Beis Hamerchitz bar boishesu, that's not a place of boishes. Rashi says, everyone's arm over there. So if that's the case, why is that a bechin of boishes? It wasn't mamish of Beis Hamerchitz. It wasn't like a public bathhouse. It was a gavanar. So it was like one of these places where the boishes is not on the same level, but at the same time, you're going to be chay. Boi, Rabbi Abba Bar Mamel. Rabbi Abba Bar Mamel had the following iboya. Baishna yoshen umeis mahal. What happens if somebody embarrasses somebody in his sleep, and then the person died in his sleep? Is the chayvul, the mevayish, going to be chayv to me boishes, or is he not going to be chayv to me boishes? So he embarrassed this person, but he never knew about it. Right? That's the good news. The bad news is he died. But the good news is that he never really was embarrassed. So is there a chi of Boishas or is there not a chi of Boishas? Says the Gemara, my kami boyle, what's the stodim of the Shiloh? I'm Rav Zvid, Rav Zvid said, oh, chimi boyle. Let me explain to you the lumdus of the Shiloh. Mishum kisufa hu vam mislevi lesle kisufa. Is Boishas for the embarrassment that the person had, the bizyoyness, that feeling? So if that's the case, you never felt it. So maybe you're not going to be chayv. Oydoma mishum zilusa hu vam oisle. It could be it's because you were mezalzal this person. Right now, be'ini abrius, this person is a little more billig than he was before. And if that's the case, maybe that's what the chi of Boishas is for. It's for that 
feeling of humiliation, or it's for the fact that this person is abyssal meibilig be'ine habriyas. What is the chiyah for? So if it's for the feeling of humiliation, he never felt it. Now he's in the Alma Dikshait. If, however, it's for the zilzal, the zilzal is bimitzias there. So the Gemara says, Toshma, I think I can bring you a raya from a b'raisa. Rameir, Oimer, Rameir said, Cheresh v'katan yeshlam boishas. A cheresh and a katan have boishas. Meaning, if someone embarrasses a cheresh and a katan, there's a chiyah boishas. Shoyta ain't loy boishas. So the Gemara says like this, I am a bishlam, I am a bishlam, if the chiyah boishas is for zilus, I know the ktani katan. I understand why a katan has boishas. Meaning, a katan, although maybe he doesn't have the sensation of humiliation, but at the same time, a katan has a beginner of Zilusa. And if that's the case, I understand why a cotton would have Boishas. But if it's because of embarrassment, cotton by Boishas, there's a cotton by Boishas. Samara says, one second. If Boishas is Zilusa, then you understand everything. Zilusa, I feel a shaitanami. Then a shaita should also have Zilusa. Samara says, no. Amri shaita in the Boishas Gedoyle Mizu. Meaning, there's not even a zilusa, and because there's not even a zilusa, so you would have no right. But the point is, but lachura, this gemara is a little bit wordy. You should be able to be poshed from a mayor that poshes is zilusa. Why the imishum kisufa? Because if it's kisufa, katan bar kisufa is a katan bar kisufa. In other words. We're not sure if Boishas is Kisufas is or if it's Zilusa. The Khari could be right for the fact that a cotton gets Boishas. The Khura, the assumption is that a cotton, because of his katnus, he's not developed enough for him to be in a place where he can properly feel humiliation. But Zilusa there is. Isn't this a riot that there's Zilusa? So the Gemara says, no, you can explain this, Brysa, Kidam Rapapa. It's the second time we had this. Like Rapapa's going to say, so we don't know when he said it yet. But like Rapapa said, the Mechamaleu Michlem, there is a certain cotton where he could feel Busha. It's talking about that type of cotton. Rapapa, Amar. Rapapa said, Hachi Kami Bayule, that stud him of Rab Abba Barmamel. Again, Baisha Yoshinu Mesmahu. So the Gemara wanted to know what were the two stud of the Shaila. So what was the first explanation? Rav Zvid told Talking. Rav Zvi said, is it Kisufa or is it Zilusa? Rav Papa said, I think the child was a little bit differently. Mishum Kisufa didehu v'amisle is Boishas for the person who got embarrassed Mishpacha. Or maybe when you pay Boishas, you're paying Boishas for the embarrassment that the whole family incurred. My nafkamina, oh, if he died, if it's for his Boishas, well, he never felt it. But if you have to take Boishas Mishpach into consideration, then Lechura, there would be a Boishas as well. Tashma says, the Gemara can bring you a right. Cherish, Vekhatan, same exact right. Yeshlam Boishas. Shaita, ain't loy Boishas. A Cherish, Vekhatan, have Boishas. Shaita doesn't have Boishas. Yeah, Bishlam, Bishlam, Boishas, Mishpach, Bishlam. If Boishas is for the Boishas and the Mishpach, I understand why Cotton has Boishas. Meaning, even though he doesn't have his own Boishas, but you'll be Chayef. No different than if the guy died because of the Boishas of the family. But if you pay Boishas for the person's own Boishas, cotton bar Boishasu, cotton have Boishas, Mars says, Elamai Mishum Boishas the Bnei Mishpacha. So you're telling me that you have a clear raya, must be the Boishas of the Bnei Mishpacha. Well, if that's the case, I feel the Shaitanami, then how can you have to pay Boishas for the Shaita? Even though the Shaita doesn't experience the Boishas, but the family, Mars says, no, Shaita ain't look a Boishas Gedoy Lamizu. The family already has Boishas, so therefore you're not adding any Boishas to this. It must then be that. In order to make sense of this b'risa, 
Boishas is probably Boishas Mishbach, and that explains why cotton has Boishas. In other words, Mikamakim Nifshat Mina, Dimishum Boishas Mishbacha. Let's be Boishat that it's Boishas Mishbacha. Dimishum Kisufa, because if it's because of Kisufa, cotton bar Kisufa, does the cotton have Kisufa? And Rapapa, Rapapa Rapapa said, and yeah, cotton can have Kisufa, the Mechamaleu Mechlam. This is where Rapapa said it. Right? Notice, till now it was Kidda Amrapapa. Here it's Amrapapa. Right? Rapapa's talking. Why Rapapa talk here? Because here Rapapa himself is explaining what Rabbi Abraham Mamel's two stardom of the Shiloh was. And he's now the Muradishmite. He's giving shear and he's explaining himself. And the Ulam said, Toshma. And he said, There is no Toshma. Till now, we were explaining Rabbi Zvid. We were explaining what different Amoiran said. So we stelled to something Rapapa once said in Shir. This is Rapapa Shir. And therefore, it's Amar Rapapa. It's not Kid Amar Rapapa. And the Gemara says, Rapapa went weiter. And he said, Vatan. I have a bracer that says Mufurish all of this. Rebbe Yomi Rebbe says, Cheresh Yesh Loi Boishas, Shaita Ein Loi Boishas. Katan, Pamim Yesh Loi, Pamim Ein Loi. Hadam Echamuleu Michlem, Hadam Echamuleu Michlem, pretty straightforward. That a katan that's Shaykh the Boishas will have Boishas, whereas a katan that's not Shaykh the Boishas will not have Boishas exhale. So as it relates to Raid, just to talk about something light. And something that relates to the beginning of Parakah it's also something that we've spoken about in the past, the in base medrash below Chiddush, and that is, Hachoyvel Bechavero is Chayev Olav Mishum Chamishadvarim, Nezek, Tsar, Ripoy, Sheves, and Boishas. As it relates to Ripoy, the Makar, that Hachoyvel Bechavero has to pay for the medical expenses of his victim, it's learned out from the Pasuk in the Torah that says, Rak shifto yitain, verapa yirape. And from verapa yirape, we learn that you have to pay repo. The Gemara in the Sugis here in the beginning, Perak was bothered by the double lotion of verapa yirape. And one of the Pshatim that the Gemara gives to explain verapa yirape is, the extra lotion of verapa yirape is coming to teach that. A doctor has permission to heal. What would have been the Havamina? That a doctor does not have permission to heal? Because if a person's sick, that means from Shemayim, they were geyser, that right now this person should be in the matzah that he's in. So if you're going to go now and you're going to heal this person that's sick, maybe you're going against the Gzeira from Shemayim. The Torah said, Verapa Yerape, to teach me that Niten Rishus Leroyfe Lerapa is that a doctor has a right to heal. It's interesting. You find that there was a very big mevucha amongst the Rishonim. It's going back a very, very long time. A thousand years or so. In terms of how to properly understand the role of the doctor within our Yahadas, both from a Hashkafa perspective and from a Halachic perspective. And really, if you do the Sikum and you go through it, there seem to be two very, very distinct approaches. And I think ground zero for this discussion is a Gemara, which is in Mesechtes Brachis, Daf It's also in Mesechtes Psachim, Daf Nun Vav Aleph. It's a very, very well-known Brisa. The Brisa says, Tanu Rabbanu, Shisha Dvarim Asa Chizkiyo HaMelech. Chizkiyo HaMelech did six things. Al Gimel Hoiduloi, Al Gimeloi Hoiduloi. So there were six controversial calls that Chizkiyo HaMelech made. For three of them, the Chachamim were maskim, and the other three, the Chachamim were not maskim. The first thing that 
the Brisa mentioned was Gona Sefer of Voice There was a Sefer of Voice once upon a time that he went and he hid the Sefer of Voice. The Rambam in his Pirish Hamishnayis in Mesechtis Psachin on that Sudya there in Perak Makam Shanagu. So he has a whole Arichas on this Brisa. Now it's a Chiddush that the Rambam has an Arichas on this Brisa in his Pirish Hamishnayis, right? Giveaway. Because the Rambam's Pirish HaMishnayus was a commentary on the Mishnah. And this is a Braisa, it's not a Mishnah. And the Rambam himself, if you look it up, he bavarns that. He says, I'm going to do something that I never do. But I'm going to explain it anyways, because there's a Tayelis and this Braisa, this Toysefta is right here in Psachim. So even though I wrote a Pirish HaMishnayus, not a Pirish on the Toysefta, but at the same time, I'm going to explain this Toysefta. He says, What was the grace of he said, because I've seen people be mefarish, this b'raisa as follows, that once upon a time Shlomo HaMelech all the way to Chizkiyo HaMelech had a sefer of voice had a book that had in it the refuse to all the machas and Chizkiyo felt that it was wrong to have it because if Hashem is giving someone a machla, Rachman or why should he be able to open up a book and then all of a sudden know what the refu is? And therefore he went and he hid it. Now, the Rambam says that these people argued that the reason it was detrimental to have a safer refuos was because if it's going to be so easy to find the refuos, the people are not going to dive into Hashem. And as a result, it's going to be a chsarin and bitochin and amuna, and it's not good. So even though medically it's amazing, but at the same time, from a Yahadu's perspective, says the Ramam, I read this, and I have to tell you, it's bizarre. The Lushayinus the Ramam uses here are, I don't want to put words in the Ramam's mouth, but the Ramam put those, these words in his mouth. It was written in Arabic, translated into Lashon HaGadosh. I don't know what the connotation is in Arabic, but the Ramam was very not happy with this. And the Ramam says, what? What are you talking about? That means if someone Nebuch is starving and he's so hungry and someone comes over to him and he says, take bread, he shouldn't take the bread, he should be by Teich Ba'Kadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah, you're supposed to be by Teich Ba'Kadosh Baruch Hu and this is where your betachin is working itself out by this man coming and giving you a piece of bread. So the Ramah says, I don't see any difference in the world. It can't be that's what was going on. If you have an opportunity to heal yourself, if there's a safer refuse, it'd be not shaykh in the world. All the chaylum would have refuse. That's what we daven for every single day. How could that possibly be a bad thing? Says the Rambam, then what was the Sefer of Fuz? And why Chizkiyot HaMelech hide it? And why was it Hoytolei Chachamim? He said, because this Sefer of Fuz was not what we know as standard conventional medicine. But this was a bunch of heebie-jeebie stuff and things that a Yid has no business getting involved in. It's foolish, it's nourish. These are not things that a Yid has any place in. But he says, regular science and medicine, Avada, why should a person not engage in that where necessary? We can't and Avad the Chizkiyot HaMelech would have never hid a proper Sefer of Fuz. Now, who are these Shittas and these Rishonim that the Rambam dismissed very, very much? So again, this is a very, very long discussion. But the other opinion in this is primarily the sheet of the Ramban. The Ramban is in Parshas Bechu The Ramban is talking about what the world would look like if everything was perfect. That's the context over there. And there's a few Lashonis that the Ramban says, just to get a feel. He says, once upon a time, a chash of a person never went to a doctor. No way. He would go to Nevi'im and the Navi would tell him, or her, exactly what the person needs to do, and based on the pgam and the nesham and the chet that the person did, he would get all the refuas that he's supposed to get. He says, doctors, nobody should go to doctors. Another line. He says, 
in the house of the He doesn't belong there. He says, in fact, look at the Lachan of the Gemara in Baba Kama. Says the Ramban, famously, No, so then you're supposed to help the guy. But you have no... The Chayla doesn't even have permission to go to the doctor. The Roifi has Rishus Lerapos. Again, I'm skipping. Avul Bertzois Hashem Darke Yish Ein Loi Eisek Beroifim. Someone that's Bertzois Hashem Darke Yish, he has no business by Roifim. So the Ramban, this is the Ikrashito, he holds not that way. So the Rambam in his Pirish Hamashnaya says, what? There was a Sefer Rufus that had the answer to all the medical mysteries and Amish was able to be Roifim. All the Chayla Mechizkiyah and Melech would have hit it. He said, we would have never done it. And who are these people? That were well, do like what? The Ramban says, it's not possible, such a thing. The Ramban had a whole different Ashkaf. He says, first, to the doctor by a person that has a shaykhis, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, supposed to live by a mudim betachin, nitin rishus l'roifin l'rapois. Yeah, that's if a chayta comes in and he tells you, I need some help. Of a way nitin rishus l'roifin because that's really something that's 100% wrong. You know, it'd be very easy and very convenient to say, the Ramban was a doctor. And the Ramban l'shitosoy, he had his ashkafa as opposed to the Ramban. The problem is the Ramban was also a doctor. So the Ramban and the Ramban were both doctors. The Chidon, the Shem HaKadolim, talks about the Ramban and different things that the Rishonim said as giving a grosser doctor. Come over. But, one of the Rishonim, but the point is that the Ramban and the Ramban were both doctors. Yet, from a Hashkothic perspective, they saw it very, very differently. I'll tell you something interesting that I saw recently. This is the Inbeis Medrash, Belay Chidosh part. What was Rashi Shita as it relates to this Indian? So if you look at the Gemara in Brachis, where the Gemara says, She should varm ach So, Gona sefer of voice for Hoyduloi. Rashi says, why was it Hoyduloi? Kidesha Yivakshu Rachamim. Sounds a little like those other Rishonim that the Rambam is dismissing. Meaning, if the idea is Kidesha Yivakshu Rachamim, then what difference does it make if the sefer of voice is conventional medicine or if it's some alternative form of medicine? At the end of the day, if it's Kidesha Yivakshu Rachamim, it shouldn't make a difference. Another Rashi that came to mind is Rashi in the end of Masechtas Kedushan on the Mishnah Toiv Shebiroifim Legehenim. Rashi over there gives a whole arichos why it is that Toiv Shebiroifim Legehenim. And the first reason Rashi says is because Eino Yorei Menachoyli Umacholoi Meichol Brian Ve'eino Meshabra Libay Lamakim this Rashi is a little Lishitasai to Brachistaf Yud on the base because a person that's a doctor, so he doesn't have Betachin HaKadosh Baruch, he knows he can heal himself. He knows how to take care of himself. And as a result, this person, if he doesn't have Betachin, but I'll tell you a double nifla that I saw in one of our Bruvim Margolis' forum. There's a Gemara in Mesechta Sanhedrin, Daf Yud Zayin The Gemara brings a Braisa. Kol Irsha Imba Asara Dvarim Alalu, Ein Talmud Chacham Rashoi Lado Betoicha. So if. Uh, Tamachacham is looking for a place to live. Any dar el b'makom tayer, but there's other criteria. Any Talmud Chacham Rashi Lador in a city that doesn't have these ten things. What are they? Bezdin, Kupa Shaltstaka, a base Akneses, a base Amerchitz, a base Akise, a Roife, a Umen, a Lavler, a Tabach, and a Malamet Tinoik. It's Ayin Shom, different Gersoyes in the Gemara. But one of the things is you have to have a Roife. Rashi says, what's a Roife? Lumble Tinoikis. So Abu Margolis asked, Lumble Tinoikis. Raif is a doctor. What does it have to do with Lavel Tinaikis? That's a mile. Why would Rashi, the ultimate person, 
be mefarish a price and not like the pshutay shomikra. Since Oktra Bruvim Argolos, I think in this Rashi, they thought that he must have been of the opinion. This is a kemada mefarish a Rashi. From the fact that Rashi touched Roife Moyo, it would make more sense that that's what it should be. He rather adds to it one kneit. She says, because it's a gemara mesach to schulen. I think, I'm not sure. But there's a Gemara Mesech to school, but the Gemara says that every Talmud Chacham has to be a proficient in certain things. One of the things is he has to be a moil. So a moil Talmud Chacham had to be a moil. So he says, not only is Rashi not being mefarish to Gemara Kipshutai, Rashi schwer. Because if he's a Talmud Chacham, this is Hilchus Talmud Chacham, as the Chsaibi a moil. So why does he have to find a place that's a moil? So he said, Rashi was so didn't want to learn the Gemara Kipshutai that a guy's classic remove my goals. But the bottom line is, it's not in my goal, Sayyam. It's in one of his essays that he wrote. But these are the two hashkafas. You had the hashkafa of the Rambam, and you had the hashkafa of the Rambam. It's interesting. The Rambam, in his Pirish HaMishnayis, this is in the fourth parak of Mesechtis Nadarim. That was the fourth parak of Mesechtis Pesachim. This is in the fourth parak of Mesechtis Nadarim. The context over there is a person made a nether. He's not going to have anah from his friend. His friend is a doctor, and this person needs to come on to him for Nyone Rafur. The Mishnah says he's allowed to go to him. The Rambam in his Pirisha Mishnah says the reason he's allowed to go to him is because this doctor has a chiv to heal the person that's coming to him, and because he has a chiv to heal him, so it's for that reason he's allowed to heal him. And this is a chiddish in the sugyas of Mudra Anome Chaveroi that a Mudra Anome Chaveroi who can have an from somebody else, but to the extent that this person that's being mahana, is doing something that he's obligated to do. So over there, the halacha is going to be different. So the Rambam says that the reason a muda anamichaver can go to a doctor that he's not allowed to have from is because the doctor has a chiv to heal him. Now this is already a shtikl achidosh. Mikan shenit in rishus The Rambam is saying, tucked away in the fourth parak of Masachtas Nadarim, that it's not just rishus l'royfei l'rapois, but there's actually a chiv. I'll read the Rambam inside. Rotsoloi. Chiv haroife min hatoira. Lerapa yischoyu yisro. A doctor has a chiv de raisa to heal. Vizenichla bepirish. Mashak omer akosov. And this is included in the Pasuk in the Torah. Where the Pasuk says, and this is in the parish of Ashavas Havedo. It says, Quote, so if you find your friend's lost object, says the Rambam, you know what means? It means you have an obligation to heal your friend's guf. If you see that he's in a state of danger, and you can save him with your body. You have an obligation to go return the person to himself. Meaning in the parish of Ashavas Havedu, when you see that if a person loses something, you have a mitzvah to return that item to him. If you can return a person's health to him, or whatever it is, there's a mitzvah return the person to himself. What's the Makar to this Ramah? It's a Gemara that we learned together very recently. In the end of Parak Meruban, that pay Aleph on the base, when the Gemara was talking about the ten Tanoim, Shehisni Yeshua Benun. And one of them was that if a person finds himself lost in a vineyard, or if somebody sees his friend lost in a vineyard, Mafsig Va'ila, Mafsig Va'yayrid, you're allowed to go through the vineyard, even though you're going to make a mess and you're going to cause a little bit of damage, push it to save this person. And the Gemara over there was bothered that you needed a Tanai for Yeshua Benun. It's a Dindai Raisa. Fushtate Dindai Raisa. It says, that if you see a person lost, you should return the person to himself. Just like if you find his lost Simla, you're supposed to return it to him. His lost Chamor, you're supposed to return it to him. If the person himself is lost, you're supposed to return 
learned him as well. It's Mavu in that Gemara of Ashevoy Seloi in the mitzvah of Ashavas Havei the Lick that if you see a person lost, he's supposed to return him to himself. Said the Rambam, this is taking it to the next level. It's not just Mikan Shinit or Rishus Leroy Philarapis. There's actually a Chiv. Listen to the diametrically opposed opinions. The Ramban holds Mikan Shinit or Rishus Leroy Philarapis, but Be'etzim, the Choylo is. Not even the Rambam had a whole different Ashkafas Achayim. The Rambam held that there's a chi if you see a person and you're able to help this person, it's included in the mitzvah of Ashevoy This is part one. Part two is the Archaim HaKadosh. On this Pasik of Ashevoy says the Dov I just think it's Kedai to speak out the Helig from the Archaim HaKadosh. So the Pasik says like this Loisire Eshoi Rochicha, Oye if you see your friends, sure, or your friends say, shades of Perak Maruba, and they're lost, don't be of the Hisalam to Mehem. Rather, you should return it to your brother. And let's say you don't know who it is, meaning you found this lost item, but you possibly don't know who the person is. You should bring it into your house. You should leave it with you. And then you should return it. This is literally Perik Elam Metzius 101. These are the Psukim here in Parshish Kitzetze. Zokhtar Archaim HaKadosh. This pasuk is coming to be miramis. It's hinting to us. This is But you want to know what's coming to hint? It's coming to hint with regards to the obligation that every single yid has to give toichacham. That if a yid sees another yid who's falling and he's not behaving in the proper way, he has a mitzvah to go and to be meichiachim. Where do you see this in this Pasik? The Pasik says, You should not see the shoir of your brother, or the ser of your brother. We know that the title of Ochicha is a title, and it's a toyar, a kinoi, that a yid could have when describing his relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The tzaddikim, because of the tremendous maila that they have, they are referred to as brothers with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Fascinating. Avodim, Bonim, all the different titles. Says Darachayim, the spitz title that a yid can have is that he's a brother with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's the absolute greatest kinoi that a yid can be zoichet to. That he's can be considered a brother with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'oysam tziva Hashem kisiru eshar. So it says that Torah, that if a yid is going to see the shar of his brother, his brother's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you see the shar of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's the shar of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Elu heim b'nei adav shenimshalu kibahemis. These are people that are nimshal kibahemis. Abed the heim tzoyim kotshem. That the shar and that the seh of ochicha, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, says the Torah, don't see such a person nidachim. What does nidachim mean? Al derech oimroi v'nidachta v'hishtav chavis olohem. Shall over pi Hashem yikarin nidach a person that's over pi Hashem befrat nidach is avoid the zara v'yitzav Hashem l'bal yisalim. You have to be careful. Don't be of his salamto. Elo yeshivim la'achiv. You should return him back to who? Hashiv teshivim la'achecha. Take this person and bring him back 
to achicha who alekei oivah the kafa loymer hashiv teshivim. Why the double lashon of hashiv teshivim? The schavim kimitchilo yeshivim aderach atoyim. The first thing a person's supposed to do if he sees a yid that's not behaving the way he's supposed to is you try to get him onto the right highway. You try to get him onto the derech toyim. When you do that, ubezei yiskarvu elaviyam shabashamayim. Eventually, they're going to come back. You should be a hashev. You be a hashev. Teshivim, you're going to see. Eventually, he's going to come back. So it says Darachai Makadosh. Why Yochicha? We're talking about you. You're the tzaddik. Klapi Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And you see Hakadosh Baruch Hu shor. These are people that are nimshul kebehemis mamish. And then we dochen. They do averes. They do avodazar. They mamish the. The, the worst of the worst. This salam to me. You have not allowed to be masalam. You can't turn a blind eye. Your mitzvah is hoshev teshivim lachecha. You should set him on a road. Be a hoshev. And eventually teshivim lachecha is going to become under madrego. His mom is going to be like you are. It's going to be a b'china v'achicha. Says the Rechaim. The Pasuk goes weiter. And it says, V'im loy karav v'achicha elecha. Listen to this. This coming to be Miramis on the the time that we're living in right now. And that's his man of like Bilam said, I will look at him, but it is not near. Unfortunately, the the Ketza Achrim is Loikarev. Right? The first Golos was 70 years, but the second was was going to be far away. This is a, a Bechina of Loikarev. And it's also a time of We don't know when the end is. So what happens if you you come to a time where it's like Karav Achicha Alecha, where Hakadosh Baruch Hu, it feels like Achicha is like Karav, or it's Veloyedatoi, and because of the fact that you're living in a time where it's so dark, where Hakadosh Baruch Hu is like Karav, and it's Veloyedatoi. And there's such a tremendous hester upon him. Hundred years ago, he said it's going to result in people feeling far and distant and forsaken, and there's going to be a yurid and ruchnis like the world has never seen. And the reason is because we're in a time of loykaravachicha, and we're in a time of loyadata. Im kolzeh says Darachaim. The Torah says vasafta el teich beisach. You know what the eight says? What do you do? How are you supposed to be hushed? How do you tell a yid in a world of such has to upon him? Come back. How do you do it? How do you even start? Teshivim deibishto will do. But say the loyal lechem locha ligmar. But how you maskel? How do you even start in a world like this? The nusyoynes are poshin unfathomable and unimaginable. What's the eitzah hayyutza? How do you get on the first base? Says Darachayim. Vasafte el toich beisachim. One of the answer is the base medrash. You bring him into the base medrash. Vilamdeu arches chayim v'derech yishkoin ar. What you do is you start teaching him Torah. Levalita mimini oirach v'loim tzeu oivim machshavus atanus koyves ki ar Torah tatzile. That's the Eitzah. If you're in a time of and you're living in a time of there's one Eitzah. The only way to do it is you bring him into the base Medrash. And if you're going to bring him into the base Medrash, and he'll be there, he'll do well, eventually the Eibishta, the Eibishta is going to be Megala himself, hits its all of Balabira. Eventually that's going to happen. And what's the end of the passage? Hashem says that if you're going to get this person on the right track, 
and you're going to start teaching him Torah, you're going to be hush, even though all you did was all you did was you learned a little bit of Torah with him. You were makarev him a little bit. You warmed up his soul a little bit. But by you doing that, it's going to be nechshev as if So in this word, dar, you don't have the. It's not shaykh to be a hashif, the shivim says, Darachayim HaKadosh. But you know what you can do? And even though it's going to be Droshachicha, and even though HaKadosh Baruch who's ultimately the one that's going to bring this yid back, but you're going to get so much schar. It's going to be Vashay Saloi. It's going to be Nechshav, literally, Mala Olav of Ki'ilu. This is a great Ki'ilu. Ki'ilu, whom the shivim in the as if you're the one that brought him better. The Yankee showed me that the hafla in Panam Yafis, in Parshish Beshalach, the Vachig is said, you know, the hafla is a Dove Nifla. He said, we had this last week on that Pei Beis This was not regarding the 10 Tanom of Yeshua Benon, but this was regarding the 10 Takondos that Ezra made. And one of them was, she right? Every Monday and every Thursday, you lay from the Sefer Torah. You a kasha. Was this Ezra's takana? This goes back to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Nevi'im in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. Where do you see that? The Pasuk says, the Yidin left the Yamsuf. Vayasa Moshe es Yisrael mi Yamsuf. They went three days in the Midbar, and they couldn't find water. And finally they came tomorrow. But they couldn't drink any water from Mara, because the water was bitter. It's for that reason that the Torah referred to this place. It goes down as being known as. So the Yidah went three days without water, and they were mamish thirsty, and they came to Mara, and there was water, but they couldn't drink it because it was bitter. So the Gemara says, what does it mean that they went three days without water? Darshay Rishumoy said that it means they went three days without tape. Because And what happened was they started all of a sudden things were not the way they were. So Moshe Rabbeinu made a takana. He said, we're never going to go three days without Torah anymore. So he made a takana that there's going to be Kriyas Torah on Mondays, Thursdays, Shabbos. And like this, a yid's never going to go three days without Kriyas Torah. You'll never be in a massive of a yelchul shloishas yom eba midrav But he brings from the Magid Mimezrich, who said that what does it mean that the Yidin came to Mara and they couldn't drink the water? He says, Torah is the sweetest thing in the world. There's nothing sweeter in the world than Torah. He says, any person that harvests and learning and he's all in and he's invested, he said, it's, it's Mamish Zis. The problem is that if a person's removed from Torah, and a person is not in, and he's shaku in Olam Hazza, and in Taivas, and in Timtum Alev, etc., etc., it's impossible for him to be toyim, the Mesikas HaTorah. So he said that the Maggid said that the Yidin went three days without Torah. And you know what happened when they went three days without Torah? They had a Rechok. All of a sudden, they became Gufni, as they mentioned. They were removed from the Torah. And what happened was, they became bitter. And because they became bitter, when they tasted the Torah, all of a sudden, they had no geshmak in it. The maggot said, you know why? Because they were moro. Why were they moro? They were moro because they were removed from Torah. Because they went three days without Torah. And three days without Torah already can make a And all of a sudden, you're moro But what was the Eitzah? The Eitzah was, The Eitzah is when a person is removed. When a person doesn't feel the Masikas you know what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to learn. That's the Eitzah. The Eitzah is you learn. And when you learn, that it cleans the Neshama. And when the Neshama becomes clean, all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden the water is not, it's not bitter anymore. It's not bitter. You know why? Because the water was never bitter. The water was always seized. The problem was, Kimarim Heim, the floss is, that's the oimic of Zroik Moral Talmidim. Rabbi said that he's supposed to be, to take Mar and throw it to the Talmidim. Pasha, what it means is instill fear in the Talmidim. He said, Mar is Milosh Miriros, that Rabbi should teach Tyre, even if it's Mar, and even if sometimes it's a, it's a beginner of you have to take this child, and he doesn't even know why are people getting excited and what's so geschmack about it. Take it when it's Mar's like Maral Talmidim. You take the Mar because the little bit of Tyre, even though the it's and eventually you're not going to be Mara anymore. As soon as you're not Mara, you're going to be able to be Toyim. You're going to be able to taste the sweetness of the Torah. But these are the words of Darachai Makodesh. He says that a Yid has a mitzvah of Hoshev Teshivim. You talk about the mitzvah of Teichacha, right? You see a person doing an Averech race. So there's a mitzvah of Teichach, There's also a mitzvah of Ashavas Aveda, right? There's a mitzvah to give this person back his Aveda. His, he's losing his soul. And that's a, a beginner of Ashevoy Soloi. The Rambam says in Pirisha Mishnah is, this is the source, this is the Makar, that there's a mitzvah to go ahead and to heal a person. Madach, there's a mitzvah to return a person his goth. Kalvachaymer, ben benoishal, kalvachaymer, to give a person back his neshama. These are the words of the Archaim of Ashevoy Soloi. And what if Hashem Vaisalai? What this is? How am I supposed to do this? Lo yolecha melacha ligmar. There's a bechina of asafti el toich beisecha. For ye imcha adiroisha chicha oisay. Chicha is a kadosh baruch And here's the good news: if a person does that, it's mala all of akasav ki ilu v'Hashem Vaisalai. That if a yid just brings another yid into this medrash, meshcheil of this medrash, doing that, you'll be zoycha to be mekayim this ingle of the Hashem Vaisalai.